0: You are listening to the Grow Your Local Business podcast, where local marketing expert and life coach, Leslie Presnell, shares the strategies and the mindset to help you reach more people in your city and bring in a steady stream of clients. All right, let's dive in. Hello, welcome to episode 68 of the Grow Your Local Business podcast. We're going to talk about avoiding disappointment today. And I know you're probably secretly hoping that this episode is about how to avoid feeling disappointed, but that's not the direction I'm going to take it today. In fact, we're going to talk about how to feel disappointed, not how to avoid it, because I actually don't want you to avoid it at all. And I know that sounds like a downer topic, like, oh, we're talking about disappointment, yay. But my goal is really that you leave this episode feeling like you can do anything. I want to light a fire in you today. And that means talking about disappointment and being disappointed sometimes in our business and really the negative effects that it could have on our business and on our ultimate success when we try to avoid being disappointed. And look, sometimes we are trying to avoid being disappointed and it's really subtle. Like we don't even realize that we're trying to avoid it. So that's what I want to talk about. And I have a few examples that you may be able to see in what ways you try to avoid disappointment. Because as with most mindset things in your business, just having the awareness of when you're doing something or when you're trying to avoid disappointment Can be really powerful because when you're aware of something, then you can take your power back and change it. So let's just dive in. I have found a lot of times people stop themselves from taking action or even getting started on something because they don't want to feel disappointed in the end if it doesn't work out the way they wanted. Some people don't even want to set goals at all because they don't want to deal with the feeling of being disappointed. At the end of the year, if they didn't reach that goal, but I want to tell you what's really happening here. First off, let me say that disappointed or disappointment is just a feeling. It's an emotion you have when you think certain thoughts. And the crazy part is not meeting a certain goal or not getting a certain result can't actually make you feel disappointed. You just have thoughts or sentences running through your brain that make you feel disappointed. We know that not hitting a goal or not getting a certain result can't actually make you feel disappointed because some people may think like, well, my goal was 100K this year and I got to 95K and it's still my biggest revenue year ever. How amazing. That person does not feel disappointed. They didn't get the result they wanted, but they feel proud. On the other hand, a different person could have the same goal of reaching 100K. They get to 95K and they feel totally disappointed because they may be thinking things like, oh, my God, I was so close. I can't believe I didn't get there. I'm never going to get there. Or I did all that work and I still didn't get there. So that's just one situation. Of the same income level or not hitting the goal, but two different people could have totally different thoughts about it. That's how you know that it's not not meeting the certain goal or not getting a certain result that makes you feel certain ways. It's just the way you're thinking about it. So here were two hypothetical people who felt two totally different ways about the same result they created. And that's just because they have two different thoughts about it. So that's the first thing I wanted to say, that our missed results or missed goals or not achieving a goal or hitting a benchmark or not getting a result we want, those things don't make you feel disappointed. You just have thoughts about you or your business or what's possible, and then those thoughts make you feel disappointed. So that's where disappointment comes from. It's just our thoughts. Now, I don't think the goal is to never let yourself be disappointed. Because to me, if you are raising your goals, you're challenging yourself, you're trying new things, you're trying to get bigger results, you're trying to get more clients, more revenue, that's you going after something that you know you're capable of. So sure, when you fall short, you're totally allowed to have thoughts that make you feel disappointed. But there's a difference between feeling disappointed and in indulging in the disappointment and letting it spin you out, shut you down, letting it stop you from taking further action, or letting you tell yourself now that it's never going to work. I think if you go after something and you don't get the result, then sure, let yourself be disappointed. My coach says, have a five-second funeral and move on. Like, let yourself feel disappointed. Learn from what you could do differently or better next time, and then get up and go again. Like, that's very productive, right? We're not indulging in the disappointment. We're not letting it take us out of the game. I think that's a great way to show up in your business. Like. I have this bigger thing that I want to go after. I'm going to go after it. And at the end of it, if I don't hit it, I'm okay with letting myself be disappointed for a minute or for a day. And then I'm going to make my comeback plan and go again, because that's just who I am. At that point, we're not afraid of the disappointment either. We're not trying to avoid it. It's like we factored in some time for the disappointment. We've allowed going after something and missing it and being disappointed to be part of the overall process because we know we're just going to get up and go again. That's allowing disappointment. But what I see a lot of people do is, well, it's two things really. The first we've already kind of talked about is they go after something, they miss it. They have a lot of negative thoughts about it. They feel disappointed and they get stuck there. They indulge in it. They pull back. They give up. They don't let themselves just get up and go again, or they don't let themselves go again quickly. They let a lot of time pass as they like regain their confidence again, and it takes them a long time to recover. So that's one thing I see people do with disappointment. So my solution there is to just get back up and get into action as fast as possible. Like I said, have that five-second funeral. Learn something take another go at it. That's the fastest way out of it and to progress forward. But the other thing what I actually see a lot of people do is they try to avoid disappointment altogether. So they never even go after the thing to begin with. They won't let themselves have the big goal. They won't set a money goal. They won't set a client goal. They won't make offers. They won't show up on social media. They don't do a lot of things to grow their business because they don't want to feel disappointed in the end when they don't get the result they wanted. So they don't go after it because they're trying to avoid this future emotion of disappointment. But really, and really hear me on this, really all they're doing is disappointing themselves ahead of time they're feeling disappointment a lot longer because they're failing ahead of time. They're not even letting themselves try. So they end up actually feeling disappointment the entire time in the not going after it. So in trying to avoid feeling disappointment after taking action, they just feel the disappointment now without ever taking the action and at least seeing what could happen and learning from it. And this is where so many business owners get stuck, and they stay here trying to keep themselves safe, and they never progress forward, all because they're not willing to take action and feel an emotion at the end of it, and without realizing that they're actually feeling the emotion the entire time anyway. So I coached someone yesterday Who said that she wanted to make 100K in her business this year, but she self sabotages when she talks to clients. She tells herself that they are not gonna wanna pay her price even before she's offered it to them. Like she doesn't really know what they're gonna say, she's just decided for them. So she ends up underselling herself and lowering her price. And she said she did that because she didn't wanna hear no, she didn't wanna be disappointed. In having someone tell her no. So, really, all she's doing is disappointing herself ahead of time. She's not going out there and selling at the price she wants and getting yeses at that price. So, really, she's just disappointing herself the entire way through. So, it's almost like choose your flavor of disappointment. Like, do you want the disappointment of the failure and hearing no? Or Do you want the disappointment of not going after it at all? I can tell you that choosing the disappointment of the failure is going to take you a lot further, a lot quicker in your business. Because, sure, she may go raise her prices to what she wants, she may offer it, and she may hear no. But she's going to gain experience. She's going to be able to evaluate how she said it, how she talked about what she offered, and then she's going to get better. The next time she does it. So that's a very worthy fail, right? But with lowering the price or keeping it at a lower price and never at least trying like she wants to, she's just avoiding the disappointment of hearing no and you don't grow that way. Like, sure, you may make a little money right then, but you're also proving to yourself that you can't raise your prices and that people will only want the lower price when that isn't actually true. It's possible you just haven't gotten great at selling at the higher price yet. That takes practice, that takes reps, that takes you being willing to fail and not get the result, it takes you willing to be disappointed and learn and get back up. I have another client who I talked with last week, and she had her biggest revenue week ever. I was so proud of her. She's still very new in her business. And week after week, she's just gotten more and more people booking appointments with her. She's also, with the increase of people booking, she's also run into an increase in people canceling or rescheduling their appointments. So we were coaching and she told me that she was super excited because she's had her biggest appointment booking week ever, but she didn't want to get her hopes up. Because a few of the people who have booked may cancel or back out, reschedule, and then she's going to be back down to the number that she's gotten used to. So I told her, I was like, all that's happening here is you're trying to avoid feeling disappointment at the end of the week. So you're just going to decide to feel disappointed all week long instead. Like you won't even let yourself enjoy the success and the win of the biggest week ever, because you're scared that people may cancel. Now her, I said, what's the downside of just believing all week that everyone is going to keep their appointment and it is in fact, going to be your biggest week ever? Like there is no downside to that. You get to have an amazing week, you get to enjoy your week, you get to think amazing things about you and your business and your clients. Your success all week long. You get to have fun all week long. And then, if something happens and by the end of the week people do cancel or reschedule, then you just get to be disappointed in that moment. But you don't have to spend your entire week anticipating the disappointment because then you're just feeling it now. And that's such a drag, right? So, you can be disappointed all week thinking that they're going to cancel and that you're not going to hit your biggest week ever, or you can just keep believing. Keep showing up and see what happens and let it play out. And if you do fall short, then okay, give yourself a minute to be disappointed. I would much rather be disappointed for a smaller amount of time than all week long. And just think in general how differently you would show up all week if you believed you were going to hit your goal versus if you believed you were going to fail. Or even thinking about that in in a year-long way. Like, if you just believed all year you were going to hit your goal versus if you believed all year that you were going to fail, right? If you just focus on believing all week or all year You're going to be having fun. You're going to be showing up on social media. You're going to be serving your clients. You're going to be on fire. Like we all know what it feels like when we're winning, right? And what happens when you just believe and show up like that in your business, you actually go and create bigger results. You bring in more clients just from your belief that made you keep showing up in a bigger way. With any goal or situation, we don't ever really know how it's going to play out. We don't know if we're going to get there or not. So, why not just believe the whole time? There is no downside to just believing the entire time and enjoying yourself in the going after it. Then, if you don't hit it, let yourself be disappointed for a minute and then get back up and go again. We know failure just means we did not get the result that we wanted on that. Single attempt. There's always tomorrow, there's always next week, there's always next month, there's always next year. You enjoy your business and the growth and the going after the bigger results if you let yourself believe and not tell yourself that you're going to be disappointed at the end. Because then, if you do that, you end up pulling back, you fail ahead of time, you let yourself be disappointed and miserable the entire time you're going after it. Believing and going all in is just so much more fun. And we get to believe whatever it is we want to believe. So, why not believe that we're going to win up until the last minute? If I'm going to go after something, I'm going to focus on the best case scenario. And I'm going to know that in the end, I'm also going to have my back if I don't hit that best case scenario. And that I'm gonna make a plan to go again so I do hit it. And I'm gonna let myself feel my feelings, the bad ones, but I'm also gonna let myself be proud in just the going after it and the playing full out. Then I'm gonna get right back up and go again. That is the power of allowing disappointment versus avoiding disappointment. Okay, so. As always, you do not have to navigate any of this yourself. That is literally why I'm here to coach you and support you through going after your bigger business goals and how to navigate your brain and the human emotions through all of it. So you can just keep going. And so failures don't have to stop you and take you out of the game. I can help you normalize it and lean into it. It's never about avoiding failure. I would even say it's more about failing as fast as possible and as much as possible so you can just learn what works and what doesn't even faster. So if you are up for that, if you are ready to go after big things, to grow your local business, and you want all the support with the strategy, the how-tos, the steps, and the mindset, then come work with me. Come join us inside the Localpreneur Academy. The link is in the show notes. You can join anytime, literally today. One of the very first lessons that I teach you inside is how to create any result in your local business. And I teach you exactly how to think on purpose so you can show up and create bigger results That I know you are so capable of. So come join us. I cannot wait to support you inside. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, I want to invite you to check out my program, The Localpreneur Academy. This is the only program for small business owners who want to become the local go-to in their industry with a steady stream of clients. You can find more information at lesliepresnell.com and I'll see you inside.